guys. Welcome back to the Modern Babe podcast with Olivia and Ashley. In today's episode, we're going to dive into our recent trip to Chicago bridal market. You guys, we had so much fun. Actually, haven't even had the chance to sit down and talk about our feelings, our thoughts, the trends that we saw. So we're going to do that with you guys today. It was really cool to see a bunch of our designers and all of the runway shows. Not every single time do all the designers do runways. You'll see like some designers will do runways. Others will just do showrooms. And I feel like this time, this year, um, this spring season, we did see a ton of runway shows, which just completely changes the buying game. We always talk about the fact that we buy incredibly differently when we see it in a magazine versus on a model, it's just an entirely Absolutely. different look. Yeah. So it was really, really cool to see all of the new trends coming up in bridal fashion. I wanted to talk about some of the new fashion trends we're seeing in the bridal industry. Ash, what was your favorite component of fashion going into this next season? I have been thinking about that all morning. I've just allowed myself to get some sleep and think on everything that we took in over the weekend. But my favorite thing I saw, and I know there's a word for it, and Liv, you might have to help me with this, but the choker necklines, I think they are called mock necklines or mock necks. And we were looked at a designer that carried a few of them. We're unsure right now if we'll bring them into our store. It's a little... um couture for what we carry right now, but I absolutely love it. I am a tall woman. I'm 5'10". I can relate to them. I love turtlenecks. Anyways, I love a lot of jewelry on my neck. And yes, it's so pretty. And looking at the models this weekend, I'm like, dang, you know, she's rocking being 6'3 right now in her platforms and her heels. But the choker necklines on a tall girl are fabulous. I love the way it breaks up the body and also elongates at the same time. I've always loved turtlenecks myself, so I have like a soft spot in my heart for That's the interesting choker. you say that. So maybe it's not like I view it differently because I'm tall, but I feel like you saying right now, like it elongates your torso when you have fabric from neckline to your hips. It is one thing that can go with all body types. What was your favorite thing that you feel like is new trend for bridal in 2023? My favorite new and upcoming bridal trend is the use of color. And I feel like we're seeing a lot of blue hues and dresses now too as your something blue. And I'm loving that. I'm loving the color in the veils. I'm loving the color in the dresses. I'm loving like the hints of color that they're putting in there. You know, they're using more lavenders. They're using blue tones, cooler tones than usual. Usually we're seeing some pinks and we're seeing some blush color. Now they're taking a totally different take on it and they're focusing more on some different colors to bring a different dimension into the gown. I think that's huge going into this next year. We're going to see a lot of people moving to color. We're going to see a lot of people incorporating it in different ways and making sure that it's known and that it's seen from the outside. I think timeless and trendy going with all white is always going to be hot in the industry, but I think there's a lot of bold take on bridal fashion right now. People are changing it up. People are wanting to go really, really bold with their look. And I think it's really cool to see people add things like color because I think that's almost like the rebellious side of the bridal industry. Like it's not comfortable for everyone. But seeing that as a bridal shop owner, I'm like, oh my God, I love it. I can't get enough of it. I know we talk about we should just bring those pieces in for statement pieces. But really, Olivia and I want to bring those in, like be that bold bride. 
And we so challenge you to be that bold bride because to our core, to our heart, we are bold. And in Chicago, it's like, oh, we we fit in. Like, this is who we are. Like, it finally makes sense. And then sometimes it's like, okay, so we just need to catch up a little bit back in Ohio. Like, and that's okay. I love the tradition. I actually, if I were to pick out a wedding dress today, it'd probably still be an all white dress because I'm just a timeless person. I like a little hint of sparkle. This is so funny. This is another trend. I probably wouldn't wear the like bright color for one, but I would be a black wedding dress girl, which it was so popular and so hot at market this year. Yes. Color is huge too when it comes to black. I feel like we're seeing a ton of that. And when it comes to big cities, you're going to see a lot of these trends typically in bigger cities before it would ever get somewhere like a small town that we live in. It's just not as popular where we are located. So we are seeing all these things. We know that they're on trend. We know that they're up and coming. But it takes sometimes years for a town that we live in or a state that we live in specifically to kind of get on board with those things because we do live in a more traditional area. But you will see a lot of people when you're in Chicago, New York, L.A., they are challenging fashion. They are wanting things that make them think, that are conceptual, that are a little bit deeper than just something that they love, but something that really almost challenges other people as well. They want to make a statement with their gown too, and I think that's huge. We see so many amazing bridal fashion pieces, and I think being in the industry too, I am automatically always looking for something that challenges me as a stylist and as a buyer to make me think, oh my gosh, I love this concept. Where are we going here? And then when I see that repeated in other areas, you can see that that's becoming a trend. That's something that people are going for. That's something that's really, really popular right now. And what's popular in the industry isn't always popular for our brides specifically in shop too. So we try to bring in things that our brides are going to love, but we definitely have our eye on some things that we know we can't necessarily sell in our area, which is always sometimes bittersweet. That's true. I think the last couple buying seasons that Olivia and I have had, brocade, which is a type of fabric, has been sort of on trend. We're trying to feel it out and see if it's something we would want to carry in our store. And the last couple buying season, Olivia and I have been like, no, no, like that dress, it comes in brocade, which brocade is like a it's a very expensive material, but it's like a embroidered into the satin. But we have always went with just the clean satin look. And we're like, no, you know, in Troy, Ohio, satin is what sells. Mikado is what sells. Going to market, I'm like, I want the brocade. Like that dress in brocade is fabulous. Like it just makes that satin look far more expensive. And I don't know if you felt that way, Olivia. Like I said, we haven't even chatted about that. But brocade stuck out to me so much more this this time around. The industry is really looking to take the timeless and classy bridal look to the next level. And I think brocade is the perfect way to do that. You're looking at your dress. You still get the dress. Maybe you're looking like hey, in 50 years, I want to have a classic bridal look like they did in the 1920s. That's your vibe. Going brocade is something that I think is a way for you to stand out, but also stay timeless in your gown if you're not really wanting to be trendy with your gown. This is something that's huge right now in the industry. I feel like that'll give your dress interest, but will also keep you classy at the same time. And I think that's why I love the brocade so much. It's so interesting. If you get close up to it, you're like, oh my gosh, there's so much detail in this gown, but you're still getting your stark bridal look at the very same time. Another one of my favorite things that I saw so much of is asymmetrical ruching, asymmetrical necklines. Like I, we have one asymmetrical neckline in our bridal boutique. And I always tell brides when they try it on, like that is my dress. That's my favorite dress. I think the use of parallel lines 
is a very interesting element when it comes to bridal. I think it can really, really complement the figure and bring in another dimension of fashion to your style. So, you know, cutting that right across the chest line, whether we're using ruching in a way that can pull in a waistline, we're accentuating a part of the body by using lines. And that's something we've always seen in the bridal industry. Lines are huge. Is there anything you actually didn't like? So like I loved the brocade. I loved the asymmetrical necklines and the asymmetrical ruching. We loved the colorful gowns, the black gowns. Gosh, the use of colorful florals and veils. Like what is one trend you live like you actually were like, I can't get down with that. That's something about fashion that I feel like it's hard for me to find something I don't like because I think those things challenge me as someone in the industry. I'm always looking at something, understanding the concept and the overall design and really letting it sink in with me and trying to understand what made that designer implement this into the gown. Does it work? If it doesn't work, why would that not work? Um, Is there a way we can make it work? I think fashion is continuously always evolving. And I think with these new elements, they're always trying to break down a door and start something new and different. And those different things to us always seem a little bit like, oh my gosh, I don't like that. Or I think it challenges us. And I think kind of sitting with that and letting ourselves think about it a little bit deeper, we're able to realize things only challenge us because they're not normal. It doesn't mean they aren't fantastic pieces. And being in the industry makes me look at that a little bit differently because I'm able to see these things for what they really are and not necessarily look at it as a piece that maybe I would wear, but I could see it being worn in the industry and loved in the industry and a piece that you're going to see on the front of Vogue magazine or Gucci something like that, those pieces are always challenging you. You're never going to open up one of those magazines and see something extremely traditional. They're always working to create something that makes you think twice. Speaking of challenging, actually, that is challenging to us Midwestern folks is seeing the leg or wearing a bodysuit and having a sheer overlay. Like, how did you feel about that? Again, like, I know we love it, but like, That is going to challenge so many of us Midwesterns. I know you know I love this design so incredibly much. I think sheer fabrics right now are huge. If you're even thinking about trends in general, when it comes to clothing, people are wearing sheer shirts and wearing things underneath it like bralettes or tank tops. And they're able to really, really make their design multifaceted and multidimensional. I think when it comes to bridal fashion, what we're seeing a lot of too is we're seeing it cut right above the knee. We're seeing a lot of leg. We're seeing some bodysuits with complete sheer over top. We're seeing sheer bodices. That's been in the industry for a while though. Sheer bodice is huge. People love it. We reorder that all the time in the store, but now they're taking it to the next level. They're bringing it to the legs. They're bringing it to the sides. They're bringing it to the arms and everything like that where you're able to just kind of see everything and the fabric is laying on top of the skin instead of underneath or on top of a lining. I love it. I think it's a challenge. I think it's interesting. I think it gives you interest. Like when you're walking, you're able to see the legs, you're able to see the shoes. This adds a whole other element to bridal fashion because you're not hiding those different pieces. I personally am in love with the sheer fabric. I love the transparency that it provides in a bridal gown. I agree. There is a few that I'm like, gosh, I want to bring those in our store so bad. The legs on a woman are so sexy. And if you do like, um, one of the mock necklines and you do bishop sleeves, but then you want to leave out the leg. So it's like, you know, you're a little modest up top, but then you're sheer from mid thigh and down. I absolutely love it. 
Another thing I'm seeing a lot of is bows. Having a feminine touch on your bridal gown, a romantic touch, even if it's something that you wouldn't expect to see a bow on, you'll see a bow on it. And I absolutely love it. And in saying that, another bow that we're seeing a lot is that corset back turning into a bow. That's really, really coming back in. I feel like we lost a little bit of corset for a while. We got the boning in the bodice. We lost the backside. They're making those huge statements though now to where those bows are actually on the outside of the gown. So you're seeing that internal structure taken outside of the gown and really shown off. So we're almost like flipping the dress on its head, taking it inside out, and we're able to kind of see these different elements. The bows were used in different ways than I typically see. Like you'll typically see a bow on the back of the waistline, lower back complement. But now you're seeing it. You're seeing it on the shoulders. You're seeing it on the sleeves. You're seeing it on the front, like on the waistline. You're seeing it in different ways. And I think the bows are just the most feminine and beautiful touch. I'm a bow girl. Bows are so feminine. I agree with that. They do add like a little bit extra femininity. They add some romance. The other one is they take that tuxedo bow, like that classic tuxedo bow. There was actually the back of a gown that I saw on Sunday and it had the tiny tuxedo bows lined down the back of it. So freaking cute. Bows are the thing right now. One of the other things that I saw that is coming back in, florals for a while were going towards more romantic or even like a boho whimsical floral but I kept using the term girl power like when I see the tiny florals that are coming in right now they remind me of a dainty feminine girl power like a daisy versus what is another floral that I'm trying to think of Olivia so like daisies are more being used right now versus like a rose like something yes yeah so that was really fun to see just how like our Everybody's into lace and florals, but just how they're trying to change the trend of florals. So loved that too. Um, Looking at not just bridal trends, but Liv, what were some of your trends that you saw with buyers there? Just literally streetwear. What was some of the things that you loved seeing? I will say I was either seeing like a sea of like muted tones, but then we went to a completely other bridal show and I was seeing everyone wearing color. I think streetwear made business is huge right now. People are loving to kind of layer the elements and create something that's wearable but also fashionable for the industry. So like business casual is really, really huge right now. Mixing different fabrics together. So whether you're wearing like a satin shirt and a leather pant or you're wearing like a textile more so with something tightly woven. We're seeing some different layering elements and kind of challenging the eye a little bit instead of always keeping our things flush. Layering is huge. Um, Even in, I feel like when it's summertime, I feel like we're going to see a lot more layers on the body. You're right. I actually did see a lot of layering now that you say that. But the other thing that I was impressed with is color blocking. We talked about this on the way to Chicago of how we're seeing more color blocking. I don't know if you guys know what color blocking is, but it's like wearing two complementary colors together. So one of the most seen color blocking now is probably hot pink and orange. Would you agree with me? I was actually thinking that when you said that, but you would use like the opposite of the color wheel. So you would use, so let's say you're wearing a blue, you're going to wear an orange. You're going to wear the opposite of that color wheel together to really create a look instead of shying away from things that are opposites. Those are almost really attracting each other right now in the fashion industry. Yeah. To our mind, we think they're opposite colors, but those are complementary colors. So it's like you take a color wheel and you look at what is the opposite color of that. So hot pink and orange were huge. Like 
there were suits that were hot pink and then they would have orange on it and it was such bold color blocking i was so impressed like we have been talking a lot about wearing colors on the podcast and just in our personal lives and like how we could just get rid of our capsule wardrobe and go with just all these bold statement colors and shopping for chicago was a blast because we challenged ourselves like olivia has said like just allowing ourselves to be more unique and more challenging to what's attracting us and it's so interesting because we actually chose colors that complemented our skin tones and our eyes and we didn't even realize it so allow yourself to be attracted to a color like why am i attracted to that color there's probably a reason why because it looks good on you don't be afraid of wearing the color and don't be afraid to color block wear the orange trousers and wear the hot pink blazer it is an actual vibe go ahead olivia say it for us <laughs> i can't do it is a vibe no surprise we were laying in bed at 3 a.m. actually laughing our butts off saying is a vibe. But yeah, Ash, I totally completely agree. I think going perfectly imperfect, I think that a lot of people in the industry are going to get away from neutrals. I know that neutrals are always going to be staples. I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm not saying I'm going to get rid of my black. I'm always going to wear these things. But I am going to tell you, I think people are wanting to challenge that a little bit more now. I think we're breaking out of that. I think that's been huge for a long time. But I think people are wanting to incorporate more color. We're seeing designers really stepping out, doing things a little bit more imperfectly, like I just said, um, where things are frayed. We're seeing more fringe. We're seeing things that are a little bit asymmetrical, even challenging the eye a little bit too when it comes to everyday fashion. And I really, really love that because I think those elements are so much fun. We can really showcase our personality, which even I told Ash, like I have black on now. But when I was wearing color, I wore color literally all weekend um, in Chicago, and I felt like it matched my personality. I can't explain it. I feel like I'm a very bold, colorful person when it comes to my personality, and wearing color made me feel really aligned with myself, which is so funny because I feel like I've been such a stickler with my black for such a long time. Like Black is me, and black is bold, and black is strong, and it is a strong color, but I think color in itself tells a story, and the way that we dress tells a story and it tells someone a lot about who we are, the thoughts that we think and our personality. Like if you see someone walk into a room and they're wearing lime green and hot pink and they have orange shoes on, you're like, oh my gosh, who is this person? What's going on in their brain? I want to pick their mind a little bit because they're not playing it safe. They're playing it bold. They don't care what people have to think about it. She is confident. We call that confidence. And I freaking love confidence in a woman. Do not be afraid. Be bold. Challenge yourself. Confidence is key. We truly had the best time in Chicago. Hands down. Always one of my favorite places to be when it comes to fashion. And I'm super excited to go again in August and see what trends remain and what new trends are picked up. But in Chicago, let me remind you guys, it brings out the freaking best and the freaking worst of both myself and Olivia. There's never a dull moment. We go from business women to total slap happy 13-year-old girls at a sleepover in our hotel room. But I want Olivia to tell you guys what her embarrassing story is this time. So it's 3 a.m. Ash is like hollering at me like, are you awake? Can you sleep either? We're both rolling around 
can't sleep very well. You know, it's like when you sleep somewhere else other than your own bed, you're kind of out of it. So I'm exhausted. And I'm like, I'm going to go to the bathroom, just get up really quick, try to come back to bed, get some sleep. I go to the bathroom. The light is like the star of Bethlehem. It is so bright. I can't see anything in there. You know, and your eyes just like kind of get shot with the light when you go from dark to light. So I'm in there with the light on. I go to leave. I turn the light off. And the black of the room, how dark the room was, was literally like pitch black, like the blackest black I think I've ever walked in. And the room's a little snug. So I'm walking to get back in the bed. And I'm like, yeah, this looks about where the bed would be because I can't see anything, nothing at all. And I go to just lay down. I'm like full send on this bed. And do I lay on the bed? Absolutely not. I face plant in between the cracks of the two beds and fall on my face. I am like actually so lucky I didn't bust my face open on the side table. I like completely fell and I just hear Ashley hiss laughing. Doesn't even ask, are you okay? She's laughing her butt off because she just hears a huge thud. Did you just know what happened? Did you see me? It was so funny on my end because I was not blinded by the light. Blinded by the I was not. I was actually not blinded by the light. So I could see Olivia shut the light off. And then I could see her silhouette walk in front of the bed. And then walk past the bed. And just face plant straight onto the floor. So I couldn't even hold back my laughter like my feet were in the air and I was kicking them I was laughing so hard I was like I am I'm actually gonna pee my pants right now it was so comical on my side of it because I watched it happen whereas like she was committed to like laying on that bed she thought okay this is it like I've walked three steps here I am I'm gonna lay down she just freaking face I think I had literally like one foot up like you do when you're about to step into a bed and like lay your foot on it I looked like I was about to take off for an 100 meter sprint that's literally imagine one arm in the air, one leg in the air, and then I just face plant on the floor. Like I would love to see a remake of that. I would love to watch that happen because I know being you, that had to have been hilarious. But literally, I started following and I was like, oh my God, there's nothing here to catch me. This is so weird. <laughs> and I knew in that moment I had made an oh extreme mistake. I knew it. I was like, this that was not the bed. That is hilarious. We did something else that I swore we would never speak of again, but I will share with you guys here. We were split in two locations for the Bridal Mart. We had Chicago Bridal Market, and then we had some designers who were on the Mag, the Magnificent Mile at the Drake. And so we had to split our two days between the two locations, but both were in Chicago, Illinois. However, in the past, the designers that were at the Drake have been in Schaumburg, Illinois, which is about 45 minutes outside of downtown. So in the past, Olivia and I have had to stay in downtown and go to market. And then we've had to go to Schaumburg to see the other designers. Just out of repetition, we got on the highway, drove out of downtown yesterday, drove an entire hour to realize we are at the Drake Hotel, which is in downtown Chicago. So we took a detour, two hour out of the detour. way detour for Wendy's. Olivia, how good was that Wendy's? Was it worth I was two hours? I hungry, so arguably, potentially, but actually, no. <laughs> like I would have much rather gone to a nice restaurant on the Mag Mile and then gone to the Drake, but I digress. 
I literally can't believe this is what I mean. It brings out the best. It brings out the worst. We said we would never speak of it again because I'm like, either I'm going to get out of this car and scream on the top of my lungs, or I'm just going to pretend like it didn't happen. And we we took a detour of two hours. We got the best Wendy's we've ever had because we were <laughs> starving. And that is how our trip to Chicago went. So we saw some awesome fashion trends for bridal. We saw awesome streetwear trends. I'm excited to bring them back here to Ohio and not be afraid, be confident to express myself and challenge myself. We ask you guys to do the exact same thing. It was so good to chat with you guys on today's episode. Chicago was a blast. It's so fun to share these trends and designs with you that we get to take home with us. It's always such a great time and such a treasured time. So I hope you guys have a wonderful week. And we will see you next week in episode four. Thank you guys for listening.